wherever you are on planet Earth, wherever you are in the USA, you are now listening to the Paul McGuire Report. The human race, America, the world is moving forward with lightning speed. And we need to be prepared, educated, aware, trained. And most of all, not only do we have to step up our game and understand exactly what's going on, and the vast majority of people, uh, in America and around the world, do not know what's really going on. And sadly to say, the vast majority of people who claim to be Christians and Christian leaders and churches, etc., to be blunt but to be blatantly truthful, they do not know what's going on. And therefore, the blind can't lead the blind. And that's the situation that we're in. Now, you're listening to this program because you have a hunger for truth that's, that's extraordinary. It's at a higher level than the average person. Because you know deep in your gut, you know in your mind that something is drastically wrong and that the human race and that we as Americans have never been down this road before. So I want to touch on some highlights, but let's remember that this world is governed by what can be called a globalist elite or a Luciferian elite. And they rule this world according to both scientific principles, occultic principles, and yes, satanic principles. And you can trace the reality of that historically going back thousands of years ago. I do that in my books available at a discount at paulmcguire.us. I go into detail about things that were hidden from you by the media, by the entertainment industry. By the yes, definitely hidden to you, uh, hidden from you by the educational industry. But you need to know what's going on. These people operate under certain axioms, certain laws that are on a continuum between science, technology, and the occult. Now, that is a very strange concept to most Americans and Europeans, etc. We, we have been programmed and indoctrinated from childhood not to understand that in the multidimensional universe that we live in that consists of at least 11 to 13 different dimensions, according to quantum physics, um, these multiple universes interact uh, through a series of laws, uh, multidimensional laws. Now, the great scientists of ancient history the people that built the pyramids, the people that built the Incan uh, ruins, well, now they're ruins, the Incan temples, the Mayan temples, the people that, build, that built uh, the Tower of Babel uh, and implemented what was called the Mystery Babylon religion, these people, uh, they claim to be genetically connected to what is called the Illuminati bloodline families. And they believe, for example, that science is magic, that there's no separation between science and magic. And so they integrate these different high-level principles. So, for example, Sir Francis Bacon, who was called the father of uh, modern science and the, the father of the scientific empirical method or the scientific method. But ironically, Sir Francis Bacon and people like Sir John Dee were not only high-level scientists, but secretly they were the highest-level practitioners of occult, satanic, 
religions. They were alchemists. They were magicians. And they were on a regular basis, as many uh, of these elite have been throughout history. These men, like Sir Francis Bacon, were on a regular basis communicating with the Enochian angels or the Enochian angels. These are the angels that descended upon Mount Hermon and are detailed in the book of Enoch. Therefore, they're called the Enochian angels. And these angels gave these scientists and magicians, etc., the highest technology, the highest level sciences, and also how to apply ancient, what we would call occultic formulas. But in reality, when you go far enough out on the continuum, they are not, they're not just uh, occult or mystical concepts. They're actually scientific concepts. So we've got to grasp that. The people that are running planet Earth right now, they are in synchronization with that. They're plugged into that, and that's how they operate. Now, uh, we are at a time period where there is a massive shift going on. There was a time when the globalist elite or the satanic elite or whatever you want to call them, I call them the Pharaoh God King system uh, in the book, The Babylon Code, that I wrote with Troy Anderson. And the pharaohs were God kings, and they manipulated both science, technology, and the occult. So we're at a turning point because these people want, they're no longer satisfied with simply controlling planet Earth and and taking all the resources and enslaving mankind. That's not enough for them anymore. They, they have created a new system called the Great Reset, whose architects are people like Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum and, and many others. And these people have a plan, and uh, Madame Blavatsky, the great occult teacher who, who wrote books praising Lucifer, and Madam Blavatsky's teachings are secretly the foundation of the teachings of the United Nations, the globalist elite, and the Luciferian elite. And she spoke of these things like 150 years ago, and this has, per has perpetuated. So they're using uh, occultic formulas. Now, here's the primary occultic formula, order out of chaos or new world order out of chaos. In fact, on the back of the U.S. dollar bill, we see the words written below the large occultic pyramid. At the base of the pyramid, the words in Latin read, Nuvos Order Seclorum, or New Order of the Ages, or New World Order. Also, uh, a continual mantra or phrase used by the globalist elite is this constant reference to chaos, which is a satanic principle, chaos being a mass global transformational mechanism so that the world can be changed through the magic or the science or the technology of chaos. And so that's where we are right now uh, in the continuum of planet Earth. We are in a place where order out of chaos is the primary axiom. And they're using that to drive the human race like a, like a herd of animals into captivity, slavery, and most of all, and this is what we have to quit pretending, you know, we're not in, uh, Dorothy said, we're not in Cantatoto the dog, 
we're not in Kansas anymore. And I think that's important to remember. We're not in Kansas anymore. We are in a completely different world. In the case of Dorothy, that different world was Oz. But in a sense, we're in a different world that is just as radically transformational as Oz was. And by the way, the the author of uh, uh, The Wizard of Oz was a practicing theosophist, and that's the occult uh, spiritual movement that the occult teacher, Madame Blavatsky, uh, created or co-created. So the, the concepts that are secretly embedded in The Wizard of Oz are occultic concepts. Now, uh, again, the, the axiom, the principle that they use is order out of chaos, or new world order out of chaos, or manufactured crisis being a synonym for chaos. So you create a, a satanic revolution, uh, a war against God, and the primary mechanism, both psychologically, economically, uh, governmentally, and in every sphere of life, the primary uh, goal, the, the, the basic way of uh, creating this new world order is to first create chaos, total chaos. So let's look at what's happening uh, in terms of that. Now, I'm looking at an article in Global Research, uh, which is called Another Crisis, Much Worse Than COVID, Paralysis of the Power Supply, Communications, Transportation, the WEF, quote, cyber attack scenario, quote, usher in the Great Reset. Okay, so this was uh, written by Professor Michael Trudowski of Global Research, and there were a whole bunch of other uh, authors and researchers who in the last uh, week or two came out with similar articles warning about what was going to happen in, in 2014 and warning about how things like chaos or crisis or massive national and global disruption, quote, much worse than COVID, paralysis of the power supply, communications, so the, the anticipation of the 5G and satellite communication grids going down, crashing, uh, crisis in, in transportation, everything from automobile to ship to, to planes to whatever. The World Economic Forum, quote, cyber attack scenario. And that's a secret plan outlined by the WEF, which revolves around creating a manufactured crisis in the form of a cyber, a global or national uh, cyber attack scenario. And all of this chaos boiling together in a cauldron, like a, a giant witch's pot, which would, would have been, you know, a big dark metal or ceramic pot where witches used to brew their magical spells, etc. All of these things, like plagues worse than COVID, paralysis of the power supply, uh, crashing of the communications grid, crashing of the transportation grid, the WEF, quote, cyber attack scenario, all are designed like a, a witch's cauldron to cast a spell on mankind and Americans that will create a, an intensification and amplification of chaos 
for the express and intended purpose, for the specific and targeted end game of ushering in by force, make no mistake about it, they intend to usher in the Great Reset by force. And 2014, and this is what you and I, we have to blow the trumpet. We have to educate uh, our friends and family members and people we know and societal members, etc. All of those that are, they, they're beginning to say to themselves, we're not in Kansas anymore, but now they're enraptured with the dazzling illusion of Oz and looking towards a false messiah, political or otherwise, eventually, who will be the Antichrist figure, this false messiah, of which the Wizard of Oz is a, a symbol of this uh, false messiah. They want to bring mankind into a total top-down pyramidical dictatorship. They want to enslave mankind through technology, drugs, vaccines, etc., etc. And and the basic ingredients about how they're going to cook their witch's stew, I just read to you. They have outlined it in their literature and their planning, things like crashing the power supply, releasing other pandemics, crashing the transportation system, uh, uh, initiating a cyber attack scenario, all designed to force an atmosphere of chaos which will drive us into psychologically accepting the Great Reset, which is nothing more than the, the same old New World Order totalitarian dictatorship, because all the Great Reset is is a is a rebranding or a renaming of what was formerly called the New World Order. The New World Order was and is a one-world government, a one-world one world religion, and a one-world economic system. Well, that's exactly what the Great Reset is. The Great Reset is those three spheres, a one-world government, a one-world religion, and a one-world economic system. And 2014, that's the year we're in it, this is going to be most likely the most pivotal year, uh, the most dangerous year in all of human history. And you and I need to be educated about exactly what is going to go down. And we need to educate our loved ones, our friends and family, or they are literally going to die either biologically or through drought or through revolutions or riots, or they will die by taking some kind of biological computerized bot that enters the, that passes through the blood brain barrier and makes them non-human genetically and not only that when people receive this new biological technology into their bodies out of their naivete and out of their ignorance the bottom line is that they now have a in a sense metaphorically a digital expiration date on their foreheads. In other words, instead of living your life uh, as long as God has given you the grace to live it, which could be anything from 60, 70, 80, 90 years, 100 years plus, or whatever it is, out of the grace of God, man's interference, the Great Reset, they want to calibrate a specific genetic digital expiration date for every human being. And so when they decide that your life uh, is no longer of any importance to them, 
you will die because you'll have a digital expiration date and you'll know the date is coming and your friends and family and the government, etc., will know the date is coming. And many of the people that you know don't believe this. They think this is far-fetched. Well, they better wake up quickly because it's not far-fetched. This technology is already here and being experimented with. All right, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. We've just begun to open the doors. We've just begun to storm the dark castle, uh, hiding truth from us. We've just begun, like in some great Lord of the Rings scenario, we've just begun to rally together and come against, in in spiritual warfare, to come against the great and all-pervasive evil that is sweeping America and sweeping the earth. You're visiting the Paul McGuire Report. Remember, go to paulmcguire.us, take advantage of the huge book discounts at paulmcguire.us, and we'll be back in just a moment. Once again, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Okay, we have to understand the global game plan by the globalist elite. The World Economic Forum, the WEF, and other globalist institutions have been meeting. These are the power brokers of the entire world. They're also the richest and wealthiest people on planet Earth. They are either massive billionaires, or many of them secretly are trillionaires. And they met initially on March 11, 2020, where the financial elites, uh, the big money people, the people that own the banks, etc., they um, launched and planned out on March 11, 2020, uh, what was called a corona lockdown. And it was designed as conducive to the global process of economic and social chaos. Okay, according to their own language and verbiage, they said that their corona lockdown, they were going to use the pretense of the coronavirus and the vaccines and the the call from uh, a medical dictatorship, if you will. People without any credibility, like Fauci would be one, and many others. Uh, Bill Gates would be another. And so these people used, like in a masquerade ball, they pretended to be one thing, but in actuality, they were something else. So they created the corona lockdown as a means of psychological, as means of a psyops or psychological operation that, that brainwashes people into being submissive and surrendering their individuality and surrendering their independent rational minds to kind of a world brain. But the other reason for the corona lockdown was that it was the primary agent in facilitating and empowering a process of, listen carefully, economic and social chaos. Economic and social chaos. So the magic word here is chaos, order out of chaos. Never forget that because that's the the primary ingredient. That's the secret sauce, if you will, in their formula for global world satanic dictatorship. Okay, we all know that that Kentucky Fried Chicken and Colonel Sanders and all that stuff, that they have some kind of secret recipe for their for their chicken. And many companies have like Coca-Cola has secret ingredients. And then some companies have a secret sauce that makes their food product taste magically delicious. Well, the globalist elite have a secret sauce for their product, which is uh, 
global lockdown or global dictatorship known in plain language as the Great Reset. And the secret sauce in their formula is economic and social chaos. Now, these globalist billionaires, who, by the way, the top ones like the Rockefellers and the Gates and Fauci and many, many others, they all have, uh, they share a common philosophical creed. They all are Malthusians in the sense that they believe uh, irrationally that, that mankind's greatest problem is excessive population growth. And the number, thing, the number one thing we need to do to save planet Earth right now is exterminate or euthanize or kill, to be specific. We need to kill off um, six and a half billion people from planet Earth, which will leave us with just 500 million people on planet Earth. And so whether it's by mosquitoes or microbes or vaccinations or 5G uh, weaponization or toxins in the food, toxins in the chemtrail, toxins in in the water supply, uh, revolution, nuclear war, biological warfare, or chemical warfare, or, or, or artificial weather, or whatever destructive hellish force they have already released and are planning to release more, they're doing it because they're Malthusians. They all believe that, that the, the way to save planet Earth, and here's the part that they never like to talk about, they're talking about saving planet Earth for themselves. They're talking about uh, initiating this uh, global reset coup d'etat to save the trillionaire class, to save them, the satanic elite. They have no, if you are so stupid, I'm not talking about you, the regular listener of the Paul McGuire Report. I'm talking about you in the sense of all the yous you know out there, friends, family, loved ones, educational institutions, teachers entertainment industry, church leaders, church pastors, all those yous who are clueless yous because they've never bothered to acquire knowledge and knowledge is power. So they are proverbial like the calf, the the cows being fed uh, and stuffed for the slaughter. So what's happening now is the globalist elite are, are fattening up the cows, the pigs, because they view us as common humanity, as pigs, as cows. So they're fattening us up for the great slaughter. And the great slaughter is the strategic, scientific, and technological annihilation of 6.5 billion people uh, all across planet Earth in the next couple of years. And the, probably the due date on this is going to be 2030, or a few years after. And, and everything that they're doing has this hidden agenda about it. So I go to the, the, the supermarket, which I do all the time, and like I tell you, shopping, I do a lot of shopping because I know what I want. My target is save money and, and get the healthiest food I can get. So I always buy organic if I can afford to. And by the way, if you're under the delusion that buying organic food is more expensive, it, it could, could possibly be where you live. I mean, if you're in some remote area, it actually could be cheaper because you'd be near farms, and many of those farms are organic, and the rest of the farms are corporate farms that, that spray their crops with deadly, deadly poisons. Uh, so when I'm shopping, uh, I learn a lot just by observing the people, observing prices, observing products. And I, I noticed, this was yesterday for crying out loud, 
So I was doing some shopping, and, and I noticed that this is one of these large supermarkets that also has a pharmacy in it. First thing I noticed is I hadn't been there in a couple of weeks, but I noticed that a lot of the employees of one of these big grocery retailers, they were all of a sudden wearing those blue masks again. And then I, I could look, look over to the pharmacy with the, the plexiglass windows, and I could see that the pharmacists and the assistants were wearing those blue masks again. And so I talked with the pharmacist, you know, very low-key, very subtle, because I'm trying to get data from him. So I said, I noticed, you know, your staff are wearing those blue masks again. I said, are you noticing something here in terms of a lot of people getting sick? And he said, yeah, we're seeing a real uptick in people getting sick. Uh, and I asked, you know, some of the, the checkers at the checkout stand similar questions. Uh, and they're telling like, a lot of people are coming here getting sick. So, so all of a sudden, they're back to the blue masks again. And when I asked the pharmacist, he told me, well, there's a new, now get this, listen to this. You've probably seen this or heard this yourself. So when I asked the pharmacist, what was this, was this COVID or what, what is this that, that people are getting sick from? He said, it's a new kind of COVID, he said to me. And uh, he said, and in this new COVID, it doesn't matter whether you got the vaccine or you didn't get the vaccine. People who got the vaccine and people who did not get the vaccine are equally vulnerable or equally susceptible to catching this new kind of flu or this new kind of COVID. So I said to him, I, 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 I can't, you know, just totally passive hear that. So I said very subtly, with a twinkle in my eye, and he got it. I said to him, that's interesting. I said, it sounds like there's no difference. It sounds like the vaccine really doesn't do anything to help. It just left it at that. So this is, how can we have all of a sudden a new uh, disease? Who is making, these diseases, by the way, because I've done tremendous research on this, they're made and manufactured in laboratories. So we had COVID, the COVID epidemic, and now they're spreading, I don't know where it's going to end up, it's, about, it's supposed to be stronger, uh, they're spreading a new pandemic. And according to their own spokespeople, they have a whole bunch of pandemics scheduled on their calendar, and they want to release regular pandemics because the releasing of pandemics not only kills off excessive population, the releasing of pandemics causes artificial chaos. The releasing of pandemics allows for the creation of a, a medical dictatorship. And you know where this is going, right? I've been warning this, I've been warning about this to you for decades now. It's it's in my books like The Day the Dollar Died, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume One or Two, Volume One and Two, uh, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World, Power from on High, and many of my other books that are available to you right now at a discount. They planned, and I, I documented this going back 30 years, they've planned regular biological warfare pandemics. And I've done some heavy, heavy duty research. You think all these autoimmune diseases that people have are just, you know, random chance? I don't think you're that stupid, but I think your friends are that stupid. So it's the disease of the month club. 
And just like they said, just like they planned, they're doing it. Uh, because at the World Economic Forum meeting, where they were launching the COVID-19 vaccine in November of 2020, uh, and it was designed to spread worldwide, and it was designed to create an upward trend in mortality or death and, or, and morbidity or death. And now, as we speak, these same wonderful globalist elite crowd are promising us a new crisis that is going to be much worse than COVID. Now, ask yourself the rational question. How come they always know beforehand about whatever the crisis is that's coming and how strong it's going to be like in terms of a pandemic? How come they always know beforehand? The reason they know beforehand is because they are the ones financing, distributing, and creating these artificial pandemics. Get it? Light, like light bulb in the brain should be turning on right now. So, they're going full speed ahead. Why? Because this is part of a master comprehensive plan, which I write about and explain to you in my books. Everything from Power from on High to Prophecy of the Future of America, The Greatest Battle, and all the others that I'm practically giving away right now at PaulMcGuire.us. It's all part of a deliberate plan of triggering both American chaos and global chaos. And it's all part uh, of a master plan by the satanic and globalist elite. They have this overarching agenda that is designed to trigger global chaos through, through a very strategic, very detailed agenda. So let me list to you some of the bullet points of what they have in mind for you and me and all of us, whether you're in Europe or wherever you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report in the world, anywhere in the USA, let me give you some bullet points of what these wonderful people have in mind for you and I. Okay, I'm not, I don't want to number them. So every time I read uh, like a sentence, that will be a bullet point. This is what they have in mind for us. The war in Ukraine, the hike in energy prices, the triggering of bankruptcies. That means homeowner bankruptcies, small business owner bankruptcies, and the bankruptcies of cities, states, and entire nations. The collapse of economic activity. Widespread poverty, famine, and despair. Look, you know, you've got to think like a Nazi to understand how evil these people are. You've got a lot of your friends that have a mental block because they don't know history, they don't know current events, they don't know much of anything. And therefore, they have a mental block in their head where they find it inconceivable, they find it impossible that a secret elite group would actually be so audacious and evil and cruel to, to in a cold-hearted manner, implement these methodologies of total destruction, despair, and basically the crushing of the spirit of the human race. They have a mental block. They can't compute that that's possible. Well, wake up, baby. It is possible, and it's happening now. All right, so then their plans include uh, creating a war in the Middle East, a war involving Israel, 
uh, the people of Palestine, the U.S. NATO Israel military agenda uh, in the Middle East, uh, and then their their specialties. This is what they've been salivating over. They've been drooling over and talking over the creation of massive cyber attacks against America, against other nations in the world. And in their own publications, they focus in on the dangers of cyber warfare. And remember, the dangers of cyber warfare were first announced in a big way by guess who? The World Economic Forum in 2020, the same time they announced the biological plagues. Then in 2021, the WEF conducted a simulation of cyber attacks involving a scenario, listen to this, they actually name their their evil plans. They oper- they actually name their their invasion against innocent US citizens. They give detailed names to their methods of attack. Let me read you some of the names that the World Economic Forum uses at their meetings and uses in their media and their speeches and their reports, etc. Okay? So one is cyber attacks, which involves and here's their words, quote, paralysis of the power supply. So their goal, and it may happen this year, is to paralyze the power supply, crash the national power grid, uh, paralysis of communications, paralysis of transportation, paralysis of the Internet. See, all of these things, like crashing the power grid, Crashing all communications, crashing the internet, crashing uh, transportation will bring America and the world to its knees. And when you drive a people to its knees, because when these things happen, then you have pandemics, you don't have medicines, you don't you don't have legitimate medicines, you don't have food, you don't you have riots in the streets, you have the meltdown, you have the chaos in society. Now Klaus Schwab, who whose family, some of them were Nazis, and they became very wealthy with, the Schwab family became very wealthy uh, manufacturing certain products for Adolf Hitler and the Nazis in World War II. And there's a number of very powerful, very wealthy, very notable Nazis that are openly part of the World Economic uh, Forum, the WEF. So. At this um, WEF meeting in 2020, Klaus Schwab suggested in no uncertain terms, based on a, quote, simulated or artificial scenario, that a cyber attack, that a cyber attack could, he said, these are his words, a cyber attack could bring a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. Now, he is coming out, just like Adolf Hitler came out and told you exactly, word for word, what he was planning to do in Nazi Germany. He told the people of Nazi Germany precisely what he was going to do, and nobody should have been shocked or caught off guard when he actually did it. The WEF is is sticking their face right in your face and telling you exactly what they're going to do. And if you don't believe it, like many Christians and and your average American don't believe it, You're a fool. The wolf is at the door. 
I'm telling you right now, the wolf is at the door. And most often in our time, when the wolf is at the door, the wolf is wearing sheep's clothing. So wolves dressed in sheep's clothing, like national leaders that they chose and developed over the last 20 or 30 years. The WEF and Klaus Schwab has positioned key national, scientific, cultural, entertainment, scientific leaders in the highest positions of power all over the United States and the world. And they've been doing it for over 30 years. They've been doing it for over 30 years. So their goal is to use these insiders that have infiltrated every every part of our government um, to bring down our society as a whole, which is the same thing that Karl Marx, the, the father of the Communist Manifesto, did what the communist leaders like Lenin uh, did and Stalin did with the communist revolution, with Marxist revolution, what Chairman Mao did with the communist revolution in China. It's the same game plan. It's just a different period of time. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to major cyber attacks. So he's coming right out. They're coming right out and telling you that in comparison to what happened during the, the COVID attacks, the COVID-19 crisis, that these next waves of manufactured crises uh, and a major cyber attack would, would far, far, far exceed what happened with COVID. Okay, now, now, remember in many of my books, like A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, I write to you about predictive programming. Predictive programming is especially used in science fiction movies when the people who control this nation and control this world subliminally link, subliminally reveal to you what's going to happen in the future. And they come out and tell you what's going to happen symbolically with visuals, with analogies. But they're telling you in advance what's going to happen, but they do it in a fictional form, like in the form of a science fiction novel. So that was the purpose of Barack and Michelle Obama's uh, movie, which was a sci-fi movie on Netflix, which was called Leave the World Behind. It was utilizing predictive programming to tell you that they are planning, a, the elite are planning a cyber attack synchronized chaos, societal and global collapse, and civil war. So, so the elite who control the social engineers, control the media, control mind control facilities, they are secretly programming the minds of the people in America and around the world for a cyber attack, synchronized chaos, societal collapse, and civil war. And so you need to be discerning. When you see the steady stream of movies, music, entertainment, speeches, films, episodic TV, etc., etc., notice how often they beat the drums of social injustice. Notice how often they stir up among white people and uh, brown people and African-American people. Notice how much they stir up interracial uh, multi-ethnic hatred. They're doing it on purpose because they want to artificially create a civil war. Why? 
divide and conquer, divide and conquer. That's their game. They don't care about civil rights. They don't care about social justice. They don't care about equal anything. They want to create civil war, because when you have civil war, you can divide and conquer, and it gives you the cover story. It gives you the excuse to send armed troops into the streets. It gives you the excuse to send armed drones into neighborhoods all over America. It gives you the excuse to send in potentially, possibly, uh, foreign troops into the, the, the towns, streets, and cities of America, all under the guise that you're, you're, you're keeping law and order or whatever lie they choose to use. They don't care about law, law and order. Their goal, they see the world as terminating very soon. They have built for themselves and their families and their loved ones, they have, these trillionaire families and military families and political and entertainment families, and anybody who's connected to the globalist elite, they have massive bunkers to retreat to. They have private armies hired to protect them. They have islands that they intend to fly to in their private jets where they can go to their secret underground bunkers and they will be safe to, to whatever degree they'll be safe from the collapse of civilization when it happens. I mean, I've seen hundreds of pictures of palatial deep underground bunkers constructed by prestigious uh, construction groups for the families of the rich, the famous, the powerful, the trillionaires, etc., etc. And guess what? You and I, we don't have we don't have that kind of money to buy that kind of protection. Okay, now Netflix aired the Obama's movie "Leave the World Behind," uh, and it was based on a script uh, from a novel from uh, Ruman Alam, and the film director was Sam Esmal. And uh, "Leave the World Behind" depicts the unraveling of society, like an end-of-the-world apocalyptic scenario, when in the wake of a surprise attack by some unknown assailant, perhaps some unknown nation like China or North Korea or a combination of those nations, or perhaps some uh, terrorist attack internally, uh, the, the movie uses predictive programming to predict a cyber attack on the U.S. power grid. Now, so we have the COVID-19 lockdown in March 2020, and then along with that lockdown, we have a global PSYOP campaign or a global psychological warfare campaign. Uh, it's a fear campaign that's designed to generate total irrational and semi-rational fear in the minds and hearts of millions and billions of people all over planet Earth. Now, um, so this book upon which the, the Netflix movie was based on, it exploits uh, this fear that came from social isola isolation of being trapped in at home, not having any information because the communications grid has crashed down. And it just happened to be published uh, at the same time, psychologically, when many readers felt that they were trapped in their homes because of the COVID lockdown, 
and didn't have enough information because of the, uh, the fake news. Uh, and so the, the, these people hire very sophisticated psychologists, social engineers, psychiatrists, neuropsychiatrists. They know how to diagram and map out neurologically what makes you feel, what makes you cry, what makes you happy, what your deepest fears are, and then they know how to interweave it in high-level PSYOP technology and high-level PSYOP sciences. So they, they uh, exploit the individual relationship to anxiety over the climate. Um, absurdity of the contemporary existential moment of our world where we have a warped relationship to technology and people are thinking and talking about this stuff and so they exploited all of that to do a predictive programming uh, uh, movie so um, you know the, when the lockdown I remember you probably remember when the lockdown first began uh, People, you know, went out and bought extra groceries and supplies. Um, and um, then people were uh, bracing themselves for a power grid or a communications uh, grid crash. So all of this stuff was designed to come together on purpose. Okay, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. You can get more information at paulmcguire.us. Heavy discounts on my books for you if you go now to paulmcguire.us. And I need you to stand with me. You know, we, you, you can surrender and give up and die because that's, that's a choice you can make. Or you can stand in the power of the Holy Spirit governed by the wisdom of God. I choose, we choose to stand in the power of the Holy Spirit and to be governed by the wisdom of God. And so I need your help. I need you to pray to God and ask him how you can stand with us and how much sh should you donate financially uh, with contributions and your gifts so you can stand with us. It takes money to fight an information war and a spiritual war. And I need your help. I don't believe, I don't believe we have to just surrender to the propaganda of captivity. I believe we can resist that both practically, psychologically, and most of all, spiritually. And I need you to uh, be constant prayer warriors for me, my family, and everybody who's a vital part of this ministry, and everyone who is helping this ministry to move forward. I need you to pray for them, and all of us at Paul McGuire Ministries. And finally, I need you to join the e-blast at paulmcguire.us. I need you to join it. I need you to join uh, the Rumble page and the other social media outlets we have. That's going to take about less than 60 seconds of your time. We don't sell the list. We don't even store the list. I simply need to generate, in numerical terms, honest numbers of how many watchers, likers, readers, listeners, etc., etc., are watching our social media. Why? Because they're cheating in the game. They're, they have been rigging my numbers. They have been altering uh, the search engines. They're trying to, and they, because I was so effective in communicating all of this long, long before uh, most people even heard of the topics, there were some, thank God for them, but I was one of the few, along with some others, we stood in the gap for you. But I was so effective, as were some others, in, in communicating this message to millions of people and winning souls to Jesus Christ, 
that I was targeted early on to be rigged uh, via the internet and marginalized. And I won't go into all the ways, but if I showed you my documentation, I think some of you would be stunned to wake up and realize, my God, what, what they tried to do to him and others, this is like something in communist China or communist Russia or Nazi Germany. I didn't ever think they would do this in America. Well, guess what they are, if we allow them to. The more truth you tell, the more you become a target. So I need you to stand with me. If you believe in what I'm trying to do, then I need you to stand with me. And I trust and, I, and I'm thankful for all of you who have done that. There are many of you, I guess, I, I think there's, there's a, a misinformation out there that you think you're safe and you think you're protected if you don't uh, sign, like my uh, social media or if you, you don't uh, sign up for my e-blast. No, no, you don't get it. They've been profiling you and your beliefs. If you're a conservative, if you're a Christian, if you believe in biblical values, if you're, if you're a Bible-believing Catholic, if you're in many other uh, Christian-type religions, if you believe in America, if you don't like one-world government, if you're against the vaccine, hey, they've been profiling you for years. If you're a big researcher on health food, they've been profiling you. So get over it and recognize the only way that you can peacefully and fight back in a law-abiding way is you have to go against the flow. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to, to fill you with boldness, and that boldness of the Spirit of God indwelling in you will drive out the spirit of fear. When that happens, we stand up and rise in the power of the Holy Spirit and wage a spiritual war where the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So I need you to stand with me now as true Bible-believing end-times Christians versus the Laodicean church Christians who are fakers. And, And guess what? All the normies out there, and by normies I mean the people who, who like, they think that, that accepting the official viewpoint of the celebrities is normal. And they think to be normal, thus I call them and others are calling normies, we call them normies because they think if they adopt the, the so-called normal point of view, that they will be perceived by others as sane and respected. Man, they're, they're in for a delusion. They are on the wrong side of this equation. Because every day the tipping point grows stronger and stronger because of the work you and I are doing together and the work that others are doing. We are waking up more and more people, and it's happening faster and faster and faster, and we're arriving at a tipping point where all these people that have been mocking us for years or decades, calling us crazy, tinfoil hat people, conspiracy theorists, all these people who have been chanting that nonsense in your ear and my ear, they're about to join the Bozo, the Clown Club, and you're going to remember, and I'm going to remember, what Bozos they were, and how ridiculously they believed all these propaganda stories. I take no delight in that, and I'm sure you take no delight in that. But you see, if we don't use public uh, persuasion, if we don't uh, promote the truth, if we don't uh, fight back by demonizing lies, lies should be demonized, or demonizing institutions which are attempting to destroy America, well, then we're fools. So they, they're in for a day of reckoning, because it will be clearly known that they were on the side of ignorance, that they were gullible, that they believed anything that they were told. Now, I take no delight whatsoever in humiliating. That is that, that's not the point. That's not the point at all. We have to tip the scale 
we have to tip the tide of national consciousness to have a spiritual and psychological victory. That's the point. It's not about petty revenge. It's not about petty things. If we go petty, we lose. They're petty. They've been petty to us for decades. We're going to take the higher ground, and the higher ground is always love. We will, we will forgive them, but we will not acquiesce and allow them to do what they did in the past, which is to marginalize us and to block us from restoring our nation, our communities, and our families, and our churches. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Stand with me in the spirit of agape love. Visit paulmcguire.us. You can safely and securely, electronically donate. You can get the books at a discount. And most of all, help us defeat the rigging algorithms. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. We'll be back in just a nanosecond. Welcome back to the Paul McGuire Report. I want to play you a clip from the WEF itself, which is, this is a public domain uh, clip, and I'm going to play you a couple of seconds, and I want you to hear from the World Economic Forum uh, chief, Klaus Schwab, and some of his co-globalist elitists in the Great Reset. The guy sounds like a Nazi. Sorry, he does. But I want to play you a few seconds of his voice. Uh, This is when they were uh, planning out certain things. So uh, this this is a clip from the WEF Cyber Polygon 2020, the year that has changed the world. So get a get a clue to what's happening here, and spread spread the entirety of this show far and wide. So let's um, let's get into that right now. that has really changed the world. It is thanks to technology that we are able to join the cyber polygon entirely remotely. This training is another step in creating a trusted digital environment and fostering open dialogue to discuss even the most challenging cybersecurity issues. Nobody can fight these phenomena which are only going to increase in the next couple of years in this dynamic technological environment. Okay, there you hear just a little bit of it, and it's scary, man, because they're coming right out and saying there's going to be cyber attacks and how their plan, which is a dictatorship, their plan is an electronic dictatorship. Brzezinski, one of the top global elitists along with Rockefeller, and I have all the quotes and documentation in my books like uh, A Prophecy of the Future of America, Volume 1 and 2, The Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World. Um, the day the dollar died, are you ready? Power from on high. I quote Brzezinski and others exhaustively, and he called for what he called an electronic dictatorship in which they would use electronic surveillance to spy on every single person. So that book he wrote was in 1976. They they were planning this before that. And, uh, these people are evil, and you got to get you got to get rid of the mental block, which has programmed you into not being able to comprehend the fact that they are evil, and they have planted their leadership as prime ministers, as presidents, vice presidents, key actors and actresses, uh, 
massive numbers of people that that control uh, the world. Right here, <clears throat> I'm reading from something that Jeremy Jurgen said, who is the WEF's managing director and the head of the WEF Center for the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Now listen to his words. Quote, I believe that there will be another crisis. It will be more significant. It will be faster than what we've seen with COVID. See what they're doing here? This is predictive programming. They're seeding directly into your subconscious mind. They're preparing you to accept as fact that there's going to be another crisis. And they're telling you out in the open, quote, it will be more significant, it will be faster than what we've seen with COVID. And then he continues, the impact will be greater, and as a result, the economic and social implications will be even more significant. Okay, look, they're telling you right in your face. Tell, speak to your normie friends and tell your normie friends, wake up and smell the coffee. Tell them what these people are saying. And my question to you, it's not enough to know that this is going to happen. That is all essential. That's all essential. But number two is, what are we going to do about it strategically, effectively, and guided by the power of Almighty God, who is infinitely wisdom, uh, infinitely wise, the Lord Jesus Christ? We must seek through fervent prayer and intercession the hand of God, the face of God, Jesus Christ, and the Word of God, and how to apply it to this time in human history. All of this is the devil's plan for people and the devil's plan for nations and the devil's plan for the world. But we don't serve the devil. We don't serve a fallen angel. We don't serve the great imposter, Satan or Lucifer. We serve the Creator God, capital C. We serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ, who is the rightful ruler and owner of this world and who is coming back and who is motivated by love. Now, again, I mean, I have so many pages of research because I'm putting together a new book. Um, I may make it available for pre-order, but this time I want to get it out. I mean, I want to have it ready to go like lightning speed because things are changing so quickly. And our opportunity to do something is tenuous. Let's, let's be sober-minded and recognize that uh, let's not just assume that this whatever level of abilities we have to communicate, let's not take it for granted in the future. Okay. Let's not take it for granted in the future. All right, so in November 2023, documented by uh, an excellent journalist I respect greatly uh, and have spoken to and spoken with at, at numerous Bible prophecy conferences, Peter Koenig wrote, the financial elites passed from the simulation of scenarios to outright implementation. They entrusted the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development, UNCTAD, as the flag carrier for the deadly onslaught of all digitalization. Koenig focuses on the takedown of a society that is digital, which could be conducted in a form of a worldwide cyber attack, as outlined by Klaus Schwab in his 2021 statement. Quote, now listen to these words by Klaus Schwab. Quote, if everything around us is run by digital signals that are controlled by the globalist cabal, notice, this is by Peter Koenig. He's, he's giving you an analysis of what 
uh, Klaus Schwab said. So Koenig writes, quote, if everything around us is run by digital signals that are controlled by the globalist cabal, financial elites, one or a few switches can turn off our different uh, networks, water supply, electricity, gas, all kinds of energy, food supply, fuel deliveries, traffic signals, all transportation, all communication, the money in our accounts, and much more. In other words, externally, they will be able to withdraw and shut down the money in your bank accounts or retirement accounts or whatever. Uh, Conan continues, hell is empty and the devils are all here. This is by uh, a quote from William Shakespeare from his play, The Tempest, written in 1623. I want to read you the, the words of William Shakespeare again. Hell is empty and the devils are all here. That's sobering, but it's true. Okay. They intend, they are planning, they have it, they have it financed. They are setting us up for a crisis far worse than COVID. And I've told you what, what the various mechanisms will be. We cannot surrender into a state of stupefaction and, and you know, uh, cognitive dissonance and space out in some hypnotic glare. We cannot afford, my friends, my brothers and sisters, we cannot afford the luxury of apathy or the luxury of, of spending endless time contemplating our navel. We, you know what you're supposed to do in your heart. I know what I'm supposed to do in our heart. We can roadblock this by using the wisdom of God, by praying to God, and by acting in unison and in acting strategically. We can, the owner of planet Earth is the Lord Jesus Christ, and the heirs of Earth and the new heaven and the new earth and the new Jerusalem, the heirs are the children of God. Lucifer and Satan, he, he is a counterfeiter. He's a, a thief going about seeking whom he may kill and destroy. We have to stop it. And that means no more playing games, no more playing church, no more playing Christian. You're either in or you're out. You don't have to be perfect. Wake up. I'm talking to you. You don't have to be perfect. Nobody's perfect. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you of all sin. You just have to put your heart in the right place and make a decision that you want to follow God. You, you're not going to do it perfectly. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you of all sin. But you determine and you purpose in your heart that you're God's man or God's woman, and you give it everything you have. Now, here's the, here's the magic words. Well, I don't want to say magic. Here are the biblical words. Give it everything you have, and you make sure to run on not your own willpower, but you make sure to run on the dunamis dynamite power of God or power from on high. This is what fueled the disciples, and they spiritually conquered the mightiest empire at the time, which is the, the Roman Empire under the Emperor Constantine. The, the, the apostles and the disciples obeyed Jesus, went, sought power from on high in Jerusalem. God the Father sent down power from on high upon them, and then they were anointed with the supernatural power of God. They preached the gospel on fire with the Holy Spirit, and it spread throughout the Roman Empire allowing Christians to conquer the Roman Empire and to preach the gospel and win souls by the hundreds of millions worldwide. We can do something that's similar to that. Let me share with you something very personal, but very, I believe, very powerful, very dynamic. 
And um, I'm going to share with you uh, what I believe was a prophetic dream that I had uh, while I was sleeping. Now, I don't have, quote, prophetic dreams constantly while I'm sleeping. I have dreams that have, let's say, a, a pr prophetic theme regarding the future uh, while I dream when I'm asleep. And one of the things, there, there, there is a reoccurring vision and a reoccurring experience of what it's like to live in America if America falls to an electronic dictatorship, succumbs to a great reset, and if the evil plans that the World Economic Forum and the globalist elite and the satanic elite, if their evil plans are allowed to come to pass, I have had a, I've had dreams for years and years in which I'm walking around in different cities, different communities, different areas, which are a composite of both pictures of, with an emphasis on building structures and people and culture and stuff like that. I'm walking around. What it is, is these prophetic dreams have, have similar things in common. I'm walking around in the future, but it's a future that is a negative future. And the implication in the prophetic dream is always something like this. Paul, and I'm not saying that I hear the voice of the Lord always in the dream, but I hear the voice of my conscience or a, a still small voice in the dream, which says something to the effect of Paul. Everything that you're looking at now in terms of the devastation of America, in terms of you walking around in the streets of a future America in which America has degraded to a, the, the status of an impoverished third world nation, a dictatorship with enormous, as I'm walking around, I, I witness enormous social decay, crime, gangs, total deterioration of streets and culture, etc., and I'm walking around in this future knowing full well that, that this was not the future that God had planned as his first choice for America, that I'm walking around in what we could call a default future, that we defaulted automatically into this vastly lower status as a nation because we rejected God. We didn't seek God. We didn't appropriate the power and the word of God. We didn't call on God. In other words, when our moment came, and we were together at the crossroads of destiny. Many of us, too many of us, decided to opt out and not participate and become apathetic or develop some weird theology which allowed us to, to, to do nothing. And in the process of being apathetic and doing nothing, I'm now walking around in a prophetic dream seeing the results of those very bad decisions. And so, inevitably, in all these dreams, I see a, a crescendo of multi-ethnic activity. Now, I'm not against different ethnic groups. So, so if that's where you're going in your head, you're wrong, you don't know me. That's not the point. The point is that the people from all these different ethnic groups that, that I'm walking around with uh, and interacting with, they're the only people there. There are very few, quote, white people there. These people, own, a lot of them own their own businesses, small businesses and stuff. But the majority of them have come from nations that are far worse than what America finally became. A lot of them came from totalitarian nations, communist nations, dictatorship nations. 
But unfortunately, they came along with their gangs, their drugs, their cartels, their sex trafficking, violent crime, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm walking around in this future, this default future, because it's a future that God never wanted as his first priority. It's a default future. It's like not even a third choice. It was like his last choice. But this last choice reality is the result of the apathy and the indifference and the disobedience, and most of all, the rejection of God's word by his people in the hour of crisis, which came before the devastating landscape. Okay? So, um, so in, in these dreams, it's very unsafe as I'm walking around, because crime is everywhere. Our society has, in these dreams, which are a, a prophecy of the default state of America, these dreams show a very unpleasant, very degraded, very impoverished America. Not at all like, like America today, or even what's left of America today. So, oftentimes my children, who are adults, uh, in the dream, they're younger, and they're in the dream, and, and I'll, that's enough of that. But then... Uh, I was talking in the dream last night, one of these prophetic dreams, you know, because God called me to do something, to stand in the gap, to function as a watchman on the wall. That call of God is, when you have a call of God in your life, and most of you do, whether you realize it or not, God has a call or has calls on your life. Sometimes we feel them or experience those calls. They used to be called burdens. By, by people of previous Christian generations, a, a burden of the Holy Spirit. Now, a burden was never meant as, oh, an inconvenience or something unpleasant. A burden, in the language of our believing Christians a, a generation or two or more before us, when they used the burden, all a burden was, quite simply, was the sense of a kind of weight of importance imparted upon your inner man or inner woman the Lord God Almighty would impart or give to you in your inner man or inner woman a significant call, uh, a ministry, an assignment, if you will, or a divine concern over something. And you're supposed to stand in the gap. You're supposed to blow the trumpet. You're supposed to be an intercessory prayer warrior over it. And so that experience of feeling the Holy Spirit giving you these responsibilities, they're, they're not burdens. They're not unwelcome. You're, you actually feel privileged to have the burdens. So, so there's a joy in your inner man or inner woman when you acknowledge that the Lord has given you a burden for the future, and you're doing what you can in the power of the Spirit to act upon it. That's a burden of the Lord. So it's not like a burden in the sense of you're carrying something that's really heavy and it's a pain in the neck, or, or this is an inconvenient thing to deal with. No, it's not like that. It's, it's, it's a joyous burden. A better synonym would be it's a it's an assignment that brings joy as you obey it. So I'm talking to these two people in the dream, and it com it comes out in the dream. It's like a father and his younger son, and they live in one of these neighborhoods. And all the neighborhoods in these prophetic dreams are impoverished and downgraded compared to to today. And so out of the blue, he asked me this question, like something like 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 you know, what are you going to do with the nation of Israel? He was Jewish. His son was Jewish. 
And out of the blue, he asked me a question like, what are you going to do with, with the nation of Israel? In other words, where's your, where's your heart at concerning the nation of Israel? Now, the appropriate theological response is always, we're supposed to bless Israel, and we will be blessed. That, that, that should not be confused with a blind endorsement over everything Israel does, nor should it be confused with a blind promotion, acceptance, toleration of, of everything Israel is involved in, etc. In other words, it's not, it's not a blind... Uh, you, Israel is expected by God to hold to a higher standard of morals, ethics, spirituality, as America is. So, so it shouldn't be confused as a blind endorsement that many people are concerned about, and, and it goes, that's a whole study in and of itself. And I'm aware of that study uh, and could speak on it, but this isn't the time or place. But I do believe that when it comes to any nation that has a call of God, a specific call, and I believe all nations have a call of God on them, including Iran, Iraq, they have a call. It doesn't matter what they're, I mean, it does matter what they're doing now, but, but what they're doing now, good or bad, rebellious towards God or obedient towards God, is, is the secondary question. The primary question is, what was their original call by God to begin with? Because God has a special call and a different call for every individual and every nation. Okay? And it may be that because they allowed evil le- leaders, like, like we're doing now in America, because they've allowed evil leaders, they began to turn away from the purposes of God for that nation. So, this Jewish guy asked me something about Israel, and out of my heart I said to him, I believe, I believe that God called me to stand with the nation of Israel. That doesn't mean I'm endorsing everything Israel is doing across the board. I'm not endorsing evil or the ugly. I'm endorsing Israel and its biblical right to exist based on the everlasting covenant that God made between Abraham and his physical descendants, which is known as the Abrahamic covenant. So when I said that, it was an extension of those that bless Israel will be blessed. But it's interesting. When I said that to him, he was surprised in the dream. But the moment I said it, it was like by simply uttering the words that I, I, I stand with Israel and Israel's right to exist, and I pray for Israel, and as a Christian, I support Israel. When I said those words, it was as a key. I was using a spiritual key, and I opened a door in the invisible realm. The moment I said those words, to this Jewish gentleman and his son. In the dream, and looking at this Jewish guy in the dream, the only way I can describe it is I was filled with the Holy Spirit with tremendous power, power greater than, I think, anything I've ever experienced in my life. It was a supernatural encounter with God, that was released when I said with my words that I was going to stand with Israel. And so what, what, the, way I, the only way I can describe it is what physically came on me was God poured out his Holy Spirit upon me at that second with enormous power. It was far beyond merely God pouring out his Holy Spirit upon me. It was far beyond uh, what I perceive the expression of being clothed with power from on high. 
it, it, there, there was an intent. Whatever God did with me in the in the prophetic dream, when I said with my words that I s- stood for Israel as a Christian based on the Word of God, the power of God surged through me with the greatest force that I've ever experienced in my life. But what made it very unique and different from the other times where I experienced the power of God in, let's say, uh, uh, in, in, in an incredible and unusual force and encounter, as in power from on high or the dunamis dynamite power of God, this power of God began to surge through me with, with an intensity that I've never experienced in my entire life. Now remember, the power of God is surging through me, but I am in a dream state. This didn't happen to me while I was awake and conscious. This, this surging of the power of God through me, and, and the Jewish guy and, and all the rest, this was happening within side the environment of this prophetic dream I was having. And then what made it unique and different than any other time, awake or asleep, was the fact that the surging power of God began to surge through me almost like a, a, a peaceful, loving, light-filled, but almost violent intensity where there was this, this, this discharge from heaven of the power of God with such force, but it but it went through me like, like in a, ro- in, in a rapid-fire rotation. So it was like pulsing would be an inadequate word. But it was this, this continual infusion and downloading of the power of God with such force and such intensity and such an awareness and experience and feeling of the light and the power and the joy and the ecstasy of the Holy Spirit at, a, at, a, at, a, at an enhanced level that was just, whoa. And and it was like the intensity was flashing through me in in rhythmic uh, in rhythmic motions, you know, from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. It was this rhythmic flashing uh, energy of the Spirit of God. And and in the dream state, tears are pouring out of my eyes, and I'm crying. I cannot not cry because the communion with the Lord Jesus Christ and the communion with the Holy Spirit was so intimate and so intense in the dream state. So I'm crying. In fact, I think I'm sobbing uh, uh, to whatever degree. But the tears don't stop running down my eyes in the dream as, uh, as God is just, it's more than pouring out His Holy Spirit on me. It was like He was firing His Holy Spirit through me. And I was feeling as this happened, not only the presence of the Holy Spirit and power from on high, but I was feeling and experiencing as God was sending his sur- the surging force, and that's a good word for it, the surging, uninterrupted force of, of the Holy Spirit and the power of God was cleansing me from within. In other words, I, I felt I was being made more holy. I was being sanctified, which means to be set apart, to be, to be made holy. The, the surging power of the Holy Spirit going through me was sanctifying me, setting me apart, making me holy, delivering me, cleansing me with His blood for His purposes. It was a very unique, a very unusual situation. And, and then at the same time, I am crying out in, in the, the gut of my being, in the depths of my being, I'm crying out to God, which is a form of prayer when when you are so taken over by the energy of the Holy Spirit, you're so, so taken 
over by what some people call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Other calls the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and some call walking in the Holy Spirit. I was so consumed with the purity and the power of the Holy Spirit and the cleansing of the Holy Spirit that that I was forced to cry out to God in prayer for for more of Him. My my my. DNA, my genetic being, my inner man, the very depths and core of my being, I found myself crying out to God for more of him so that I would be consumed by him, so that I would be totally taken over by him. And I don't know how long this went on, but it went on for a reasonable period of time. And, and then I felt so totally cleansed, so totally refreshed, so totally infilled and infused with power from on high that that you know, you have that glowing, euphoric sense that's very hard to describe. And so as I'm experiencing this, things are going through my head, and it's like the Lord is saying to me that he's infusing me with his power for another, se- for another season of his visitation, because he's not finished with me yet. My mission's not over yet. The calling is not over yet. For me, for Paradise Mountain Church International, for Paul McGuire Ministries, that what he did in that in those moments in the prayer is he rekindled me he reset me on fire so that i could fulfill his divine call with his divine power with his divine power which is which was surging through me and um then at a certain point as i was crying out to god and i was literally i mean my spirit man was caught up to god and i was one with god and it, I can't really articulate it any better than that, because it, what happened to me goes beyond my ability to articulate. So as this is happening, I know that I'm being refired for a purpose. And the Lord told me that, so I would tell his people, like I'm speaking to many of you now, that the Lord is doing a similar work in you, and he may be doing the exact same work right now. The Lord knows you by name like he knows me by name. He knows his body of Christ by name. And right now, in the name of Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ is refiring you in your inner man or inner woman by the power of the Holy Spirit. You are being refired at this exact moment so that you can fulfill the calling of the Lord God in your life. So let me say it again, because this is this is the takeaway that the Lord told me to tell his people. In fact, I made a mental note to to share this on the Paul McGuire report, but I was half asleep. I you know I was asleep. It was I was in a deep dream state, and so being human like everybody else, I forgot. I forgot that I told the Lord that I was going to share his, share this, and I completely forgot that I had the dream. Even though the experience in the dream was one of the highest levels uh, highest level experiences that I've ever had with the Lord Jesus Christ in my life, I, I like like like. Like so many other of God's people, I forgot that I even had the dream. I'm embarrassed to say it, but it's true. I forgot that I had the dream. I forgot that the Lord commissioned me to share it with you. So I was talking with my wife before I went into the studio, and we were talking about a number of things relating to the ministry, relating to what God was doing in the world. And and then all of a sudden, because I was talking to my wife about these spiritual things, all of a sudden, what I forgot to remember awakened uh, in my mind. It just popped up. Like instantaneously, my mind was re, 
retracted into the state where the Lord was filling me with his divine power. All of a sudden, that entire thing came back into the forefront of my mind. And I, I shared it with my wife in detail. And then I knew that when I recorded the program today that I, I would have to share it. <clears throat> so I am sharing it, and I'm trying to summarize it. And the summary is simple, simply this. We are at the crossroads in America right now like never before. We're in the crossroads globally like never before. I outlined for you in detail the enemies of God, both spiritual and natural. And I shared with you what I believe the Lord put in my heart regarding the future of America, good or bad, and our assignment and your assignment. And the Lord called me to share with you what was in the dream so that after I shared with you all the particulars and specifics and documentation of the very evil and very wicked plans of the World Economic Forum, the satanic elite, the globalist elite, all the wicked and evil plans of the Great Reset, now called, uh, formerly called the New World Order, one could easily become overwhelmed and dismayed with announcements and pronouncements of doom and gloom and devastation and wipeout and great chaos and great catastrophes and global annihilation events, etc., etc. One could easily be blown apart psychologically and spiritually by simply reviewing all of this. But what the Lord said to me in the dream was, tell my people the most important thing. Tell them in a documented form what the nature of the evil scenarios that they're facing, so that they may be informed, the Lord said. But then, most importantly, the Lord said to me, tell my people that I have provided a solution for them, that I have provided power from them, power from on high in the last days. Tell my people that, the, that I, the Lord, can equip them to be victorious in spiritual battle, that they are not uh, they, that they are not slaves, despite what the enemy is, is trying to tell them. Tell my people that they can together turn around the future that is emerging. Tell my people that I am the, the God, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Tell my people that I am preparing to return to earth in the second coming. But before I return to earth in the second coming, says the Lord, tell my people that I'm going to clothe them and send them power from on high with such velocity, such force, such such a abounding measure of my presence, my holiness, my power, my purity, that they will be and are now being, even as you speak, Paul, my people are right now being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to overflowing. My people are being infused with power from on high. My people are being supernaturally equipped so that they now can conquer, and they are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Tell my people, Paul, that the Great Reset will not triumph over the supernatural body of Christ. Again, Paul, tell my people till it resonates in their ears from the West Coast to the East Coast. Tell my people, Paul, that the Great Reset and the World Economic Forum, and the servants of Satan, that they shall not prevail, that they shall not prevail against the Lord God Almighty. And just like you had a visitation of power in the Holy Spirit and a quickening of power from on high, so I will give and equip and infuse any of my people who come to me now, who open their hearts before me, who ask me to, I will equip them 
with an extraordinary measure of the power of the Holy Spirit. And it is not they who will be conquered. They will be more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. And they will drive the devil and the demons and the fallen angels. They will drive those evil forces into the sea and into the abyss and into the lake of fire. For I am coming, says the Lord, and my word is true. Read the book of Revelation. Read my specific messages to the seven churches of the apocalypse, and you will see my blueprint for the future, my blueprint for the supernatural body of Christ in the last days. I am coming. I am coming quickly. Before I do, I am anointing my people with the most extraordinary power the world has ever seen, far beyond quantum mechanics and scalar technology and the latest and greatest DNA modification garbage. The Lord says, I am the Lord thy God, King of kings and Lord of lords. And what I say shall be decreed, it shall be done, says the Lord. It shall be done. Now, to all of my servants and to all of my people who seek my face, who desire my power, who need to be infused with my energy and purity, the Lord would say say to you, like a little child, receive it now. Outstretch your hands before the Lord God Almighty and receive his spirit in its fullness right now in in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you know that this conversation that we've had together on the Paul McGuire Report is transcendent of mere verbiage. There has been exchange, There has been an exchange of supernatural power from the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who has sent his power from on high, down from heaven, onto the earth, onto his bride, and onto his people. And to every one of his people who has turned their heart in, in purpose of seeking and searching for the Lord, the Lord right now at this very moment is infusing you and igniting you and filling you with an immersion of the presence of the Holy Spirit, an overflowing of the presence of the Holy Spirit, which is breaking bondages, which is releasing healing, which is giving you and bringing forth destiny. And America can be preserved, says the Lord, if my, if my people will anchor their hearts and hopes to the promises of the Word of God. If my people, says the Lord, will anchor their hearts and hopes to the word of God, we will turn together, my supernatural body, my angelic armies, and my servants, we will turn the tide of the battle, and the evil one shall not prevail. And so, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I simply give that to you as the Lord filled me with that message, and I pray that you uh, received it and have been equipped, because this is not a doom and gloom game. This is a game about serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. God bless you. This is your servant in Christ, Paul McGuire. Spread this message far and wide. There's going to be a flash fire from the kingdom of heaven. It's going to break out unexpectedly. It's contingent upon my people humbling themselves before the Lord, repenting of their sins, and seeking my face, says the Lord. When they do those things, says the Lord, There will be an explosion of the flash fire of the Holy Spirit that will consume the hidden works of darkness. I am eager, says the Lord God Most High. I am eager, I am more than eager to consume with my holy righteousness like flames of fire. I am eager to consume with holy fire the works of darkness that have embedded themselves in the structure of your nation. For I, the Lord, will do it because I, the Lord, have promised it. So I I share that with you. And I ask that you would run with the, what the Lord has given you, and that you would seek the Lord, and together we would be like Joshua and Caleb. We would take the land, and our land is America. So let's take the land together and quit playing games.
God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. We're in this together. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. I need your prayers. I need you to help help me destroy the rigging. And I need you to, as God directs you, donate and contribute to this ministry so that we can spread the fire and win souls to Jesus Christ. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. Yeah.